It's always fun when I get to chat to Tim Rogers from UMI and uh, had to ask him about this. So they won six Arias uh, for their album Hourly Daily. And then the very next morning, they had to get on a plane to Europe. Had to know what that was like. It was silly. We, we were on tour for 40 shows before that Aria was. And then on the night of the Aria was, we won all those. The record company we were on sold us. Ruart, who we were with, and they released uh, Ali Daly, and it was distributed through Shock for a while, and we loved Shock. They were the we'd love those people. And on the night of the Ari Awards, Chris uh, Murphy, who passed away uh, recently, and you know he's a very interesting figure, very very smart guy, very savvy. Uh, but he he kind of palmed us off to a different company on that night, and chose that night to announce it. That's weird. And so we're at this table with people from Shock, and they were in tears and thinking that we were going to have this great year working together. So that night was odd. I remember meeting Chrissy Ampler for the first time that night, uh, which was just the best. And then the next morning we had to get a very early flight to London because we were playing in Manchester that night. <laughs> uh, Why is it always the next day after something like that, right? Exactly. Right. You know what? It's always the 4.30 lobby call you get after a night like after that. After a night like that. You never get it after you play a gig to 200 people and the gig's done by 7 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? You go to bed at 10. Matthew, you know the deal. And so we didn't get the chance to properly enjoy it. So, which has probably made us better people because we didn't think, oh, well, we're, aren't we great? We made this, um, made this record and it's, it went to number one. We had, we just went on working. We were playing toilets in the UK for a, a couple of months and, and Europe, that, which was fine. Yeah. You know, I, I don't mind European toilets. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. Often you have to squat. <laughs> You know, the porcelain is often shiny. <laughs> the surfaces were often clean. I've never experienced this. Like, but, but being like the biggest band in Australia and going playing these shows overseas where it's kind of like, not starting again, but, you know, it's oh, definitely it's down again. a few tiers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got very used to it. It's great playing in front of a lot of people, but you learn more about yourself when you played to in Nantes, in, uh, mm. in France or Columbus, Ohio. You really figure out what you're like as people and, and if you're good friends because you've got to entertain each other. It happens in Australia as well, even now, and always has with you and I. We, there's never been a guarantee that we're going to do well. So if you play in uh, South Coast, New South Wales, that will often play to 15 people or 20 people, and you've got to entertain those people. Yeah. You, you can't ever get pouty. There's 15 people there, man. <laughs> yeah, That's, totally. They paid to see you. They paid to see you. And, you know, they could be 15 of the most diehard UMI fans in the world. Well, 14 of those were on the door. <laughs> We played a show actually, and it was in Pomona, California. The day before, we played uh, Lollapalooza Festival, which was great. But then we played this show in Pomona, and there were three people there, and those three people were all on the door. <laughs> so when people say I played to two men and a dog, we've played to less than two men and a dog.